Hello. <laughs> How are you? Uh -huh. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How are you? Good. My daughter's here. I think we're all alone so far. <laughs> Hello, daughter. Krista's here, yeah. It's Christy. She blew me a kiss. Ah, <laughs> uh -huh. But, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and we'll just go through our prayer list and I'll say a prayer and, yeah, and then we'll, I've got a scripture too. So we'll do that awesome. real quick. Yeah. Okay, here's our prayer list. Of course, we're going to pray for Benson and Honey and her family. They really need our prayer and support. We pray for um, Stephanie and Andy and Colette, LK Chats family, Brainstorm family, AV family, Prayer Warriors 365, Band of Outlaws family, Space Shots Child, um, Christy, Mama Talk 78, April Frady's family, Zivas, uh, 2A Patriot Mama, Mal and her girls, Joanne, Cindy, Alyssa and her family, Briella, Miss Karen, Colleen, Owen, Declan, Dylan, Katie, Andrew, and the girls, Alicia, AJ's dad and grandma, Todd, Amanda, Allison, CJ, and Cheryl. And I just lost Benson. I hope she is able to pop back in real quick. So, um... I guess I'll go ahead and I'll say our verse. Romans 8.1 there, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Oh, she can come back in. <laughs> um, two comments. Hey, Friar. Hey, two or three. Jen. Okay, Jen. Soprano? Okay. She's in the hospital. All right. And Kathy, we got to add Kathy to that, to um, her and her family. So I'll put that on our, our list for next week. But I'll, we'll pray for her, too. Um. Does anybody else have a prayer request? I'm going to put my daughter, Krista, on there. Krista needs some prayers right now. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. And if I hear her pop in, then <laughs> I'll bring her back in. Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for everything you've given us. We pray a hedge of protection around each and every person that watches tonight. I pray a hedge of protection around Vincent and myself and around our technology. I pray that you just meet each and every need on the prayer list, Father. I pray that you just bless each and every person that's here. Just pour your Holy Spirit out and let us feel your presence. And I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. I thought I lost you for good. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> All of a sudden, my whole thing like corrupted. My phone went black. It fell off the screen. It was I don't know. I was screaming, "Son, son, son!" 
Oh. I'm in the of shock. It's going to help me. Uh, sorry, I'm in That's okay. I, I've been having problems and I, not now because I, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. We're not going to have any more problems in the name of Jesus. Um, Amen. But like if I bump my camera, I have a, like um, a webcam on top of my laptop. If I right. bump it, everything goes black. And I don't know what the deal is. I'm like, it's a good camera too. Hey, Kathy. Hey, with God's grace. Nice to see you all here. Thank you for being here. Um, but yeah, it's it's just strange. Like, I don't know what's going on. I need to get my son in here. But to see if he can figure it out. <laughs> Kids can usually do things better than us adults do things. Yeah. I had to have him turn it back on one day. <laughs> I, I think Bigger, they they grew up in the era of electronics, you know. Yeah. So, and like I'm afraid I'm always gonna like touch something and then screw it up totally. So I'm afraid to mess with things where they're like you're not gonna really mess it up unless you totally like delete it. But then you can just usually retrieve it from the trash can. I'm like I oh, know, like I'll mess it up. I know no, I will. So I just leave things alone scream for him and make him fix it <laughs> i i used to put computers together take them apart everything and now it's just like i can't i i don't know it's not all there i i i can do technology stuff i mean i do all the stream yard stuff and all that but i don't know what the problem is hi jessa yeah one like i remember back when i was like elementary school we had the first few years, the Apple, Apple II or whatever they were. And, like, you would, like, write a bunch of coding stuff. And, like, I used to be able to, like, write coding and, like, make um, things move on the screen or, like, yeah. you know, it was cool you could do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or, like, make a hand hangman. Like, I knew how to code things to make hangman, hangman yeah. games. Yeah. But then I, like, kind of forgot it all because I didn't use it and then I started remembering a little bit when um MySpace came around because you, yeah. you, you had you had to code for MySpace but um yeah. then of course like MySpace went out the door quick poor Tom we did Tom what's wrong I know <laughs> poor Tom maybe we can bring Tom back we need Tom we need again I know. I went on to um, MySpace like a couple months ago because I remembered that my password, I don't know how I remembered it, but I did and I logged in. It's not even the same. It's, it's not? Sad. No. Like oh. I couldn't find, like, so my pictures were just like little squares with like little symbols in it because their system can't even read pictures and stuff anymore. And of course, oh. like, my playlist was gone. All my flash background, all that stuff was gone. I was like, Tom, yeah. we gave up on you and you kicked you out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you left. I, <laughs> I, I think I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he sold it. I don't think he owns it. Oh, okay. I, I don't even, I didn't even know. 
Kathy told, said to say hi to you. That's what I brought up. I don't hi, know. Hi, Kathy. So it's small. Yeah. But. My bad eyesight. You probably have to read stuff to me. I, I will. I will read stuff for you. Or just tell you. Like, yeah. So... How many, about a month ago, almost a month ago? Just that right, right out. The right out. Vincent had an incident. Do you want to talk about it? Sure. <sighs> so, um, yeah, okay. Um, it kind of happened like a week prior to that. I started noticing things, but I, I kind of blew them off. So, um, I, I noticed I was, like, kind of tired a little more than usual, and I was sleeping, like, long periods of time, or talking, like, 12, 14 hours. Yeah. And then I would get up for just a few hours, and I'd be ready for five again, and I would take, like, a four or six-hour nap, and then, like, I would get up for just a little bit. And then um, I would go to bed again, and I would sleep another 12, 14 hours. And that happened a couple of days, but I had had um, a incident at the dentist's office, and so I blew it off as um, me just not having a good reaction to the Novocaine. So anyways, that, that was um, the next week. It was on the 23rd of um, March. Um, I was on, on Tuesday, because I believe that was Wednesday. So on Tuesday, I was in bed, and, um, you all know me, like, I kind of stay up late and stuff, so I was talking on the phone, and I noticed my tongue was starting to feel heavy, and I thought, that that's kind of weird, I must be getting really tired. So I went ahead, and I went to bed. And then I woke up the next afternoon, and um, I was on the toilet, and I started to feel, like, really funny, and then I um, started to, like, almost black out. And so I felt myself passing out. So I called my son, and he came in, he came in and he was, what's wrong? Because I was like, what is a ghost? And um, well, I kind of got, you know, my, my wits about me or whatever, and I told him that he needed to lay me on the bed. But when I said it, um, it came out, like, kind of weird, and he just kind of, like, blew it off, because sometimes I stutter a little bit, but, or I slur my words or something, but it's not, like, too terribly bad, um, just because I get kind of tongue-tied sometimes, I don't know why, and that's the issues, I guess. Right. But, and so, um, he got me up because obviously, like, I couldn't walk or, or, like, whatever. And so he scooped me up, and he went and laid me in bed, and he was like, well, what's going on? And so I tried to tell him what, what had happened um, the night, you know, like, the, that night, that morning, whatever I want to call it, um, before I fell asleep um, with my tongue situation and, like, what had just happened while I was sitting on the toilet. And I couldn't get, like, anything out. Um my speech was really messed up and I was like slurring like I was drunk and then my tongue was like 
I don't know, explain it, but I, I, it would either like get stuck in my mouth, like way back, or like all of a sudden, like lurch forward, like out of my mouth. And then um, I was getting stuck on like certain letters. Like I, I would start stuttering yeah. really bad. So like a P, if I, if I tried to say something that started with P, um, like picker, I don't know. Um, I would go and I couldn't stop the, 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 the continuation of it just saying it over and over and over again. So um, he goes, um, like, well, he did a uh, stroke assessment because he had um, lifeguard and he'd been trained by um, Red Cross and um, YMCA with different types of um, stuff and stroke was one of them. And so he did the stroke assessment and I didn't do too good. So he um, called 911 and he told them he thought I had had a stroke. I gave them both the, um, the, the rundown of what, what had happened, um, what I had managed to tell him, and then like his assessment. So they told him, we'll do this and that and this and that, and we're going to send an ambulance, but like, let's do you know our own little assessment on them. And so um, they came in, and I, I did why well, I wasn't doing too good with theirs. And so then the fire department ambulance showed up, and of course I failed theirs. And so um, they notified the hospital that we were on our way to get the um, CT and the MRI machine ready. And so we went to the, um, uh, of the hospital and I, they um, immediately stuck me in the CT machine. And um, they saw some fluid on the right front of my brain. And so they wanted a, a better image of it. And, yeah. and so they, they stuck me in the DMI and they did um, contrast guy um, imaging of that. And they could see um, a bunch of active MS lesions. And so I had like a bunch of them all over my brain. And then I had some in my spinal cord in my neck that they could see that were all active. So they said, we think that you had both a stroke and you're going through an MS flare because there's no reason that you should have that um, fluid on your brain because from MS, MS doesn't cause that. Right. So then they ran like a bunch of testing for um, the stroke. And um, I was doing um, okay with those testings, like um, the clotting factors. And they did a bubble test on my heart with an echogram and echocardiogram, I think it's called. Um, and like all that was coming back fine. But they were like that the fact the the fact that you have that fluid leads us to believe that A you did have a streak, even though these other tests aren't confirming there's no other reason that should be there. So we're gonna watch you for that, but um we're gonna start doing um a treatment for your MS. Um because we'll, we'll, I um 
my family has chosen like for my MSE, I usually take steroids. And so they were like, um, what does she do or whatever? And so they, um, I told them a thousand milligrams. I was able to like tell them that I usually take a thousand milligrams to my jaw. And so they're like, okay, we'll get in contact with your MS doctor, which is in San Francisco, and we'll um, try and get that to you and blah, blah, blah. So then they came in a few hours later, and the nurse had a bunch of vials. Um, and I was like, what are you doing? And mind you, I was kind of like in and out of it because... Obviously, I was having a lot of issues, so I wasn't quite coherent all the way, all the time. Um, but I managed to um, realize he was getting ready to give me medicine. And I'm pretty uh, on top of medicine stuff because of my background working in pharmaceuticals. So he goes, it's just all your medrol. And um, I said, well, I saw him drawing it out up in a syringe, and I said, what are you diluting that in? And he goes, I'm not going to dilute it. That's not the way it's ordered. And I said, you can't give me a thousand milligrams in a push. Are you trying to kill me? I'm like, obviously that, that was hard to get out. It took me a while, but I, I managed to like um, tell him like, he has to do something with that. He can't just stick it straight into my knee. So he left, he came back, and he goes, oh, you're right. I'm like, duh. And so um, he diluted it, and he hung it, and then they admitted me upstairs. And so I was in um, Kelly, which is right outside of ACU. I got monitored there for um, five days, and they gave me a thousand milligrams, so I get a draw every day. That's why I'm that move based, by the way. Um, <laughs> I, I'm still really swollen. Well, um, so then after that, they um, sent me to an inpatient rehab where I had to learn how to talk again. Uh, my voice is still kind of strange at times, and um, so you might be able to tell it's not quite my normal voice, but. And I had to work, like relearn how to move my tongue and stuff because it had been paralyzed from everything that happened. The left mm -hmm. side of in the back was um, paralyzed, so my right side was dragging my tongue. And then because of whatever happened, it was um, the repetitive <clears throat> um, triggers that would happen that were causing that. Um, constant stuttering repetitive like thing with the like t's and t's and k's and all those words are tricking really that or g's i could not get out of a g's nothing it was so good 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 good, good. It was i so remember annoying. i know <laughs> it was it was annoying but um and then i had to learn how to walk and um my whole left side of my body didn't work and both my legs didn't work the only function I had was my right, my right arm, but it was really weak in my right, right hand, but um, I could barely like even hold like a cup in my hand because it um, it would just fall out if I didn't 
have like kind of my other hand underneath it to brace it. So uh, they worked with me um, in that rehab for um, three to four hours a day, every day. And when I first got there, like I ended up, I ended up having to like play a clip for my um, speech therapist because she wanted to hear like where I sound like. So I just happened to remember I had been live on TikTok like the day before. And so I got her a segment and she goes, wow, we have a lot of work to do because of what, of what my voice sounded like then and then what my um, speech and everything. So um, we started working on it, but every, I, I just kept like a positive attitude that everything was going to be okay. I tried to really, um, like, I don't know if it's like a, a survival mechanism or what I, but um, I always kind of like laugh at myself when, when things go wrong. I try not to stress out about it. So like then the nurses were like um, kind of surprised because like me and my son were sitting there like joking like about um, the way my speech was or whatever. And I noticed one nurse um, kind of like was slightly almost offended like this. My son was sitting there laughing with me, and I was like, "Um, you don't understand. Like, I have has because I saw her. You know, she didn't like say anything, but I could tell. And so I kind of just outwardly said, like, ever since he was little, and I started getting sick, I didn't want my kids to be like, stressed about it. And so I would like make things like harder as I could, and like we would laugh about it to like not scare them." Yeah, and so after that, like she, she kind of understood a little more. But um, so I was over at the rehab, and I kind of had disappeared, um, for the most part from everybody. And um, I don't know, like most, a lot of you might know that, like I'm on TikTok and I'm on there a lot. And so I have my little group that I grow, go live with a lot. And so my my TikToks are blowing up with it. Um, inboxes and stuff from people asking where I was. And so about three days or so after I was over at that, at the rehab, I'd been, you know, MIA for over a week at that point. I was like, okay, well, I guess I better get my and tell people. Because I had, um, one person had my phone number, and so I had told them, and, uh, the words started getting out, but like things are kind of being portrayed wrong, and like people, you know how people, the people like hear things and then like just twist. So by one um inbox, it hurt. Said I heard you had brain surgery, and I was like, oh my gosh, like I really, <laughs> I really, oh need, man, <laughs> I need to way get off <laughs> this stuff figured out over here because oh people hearing things incorrectly. So I, I got online and I went live and I was telling them what happened. And of course, my speech just still really bad at that point. Yeah. And uh, I scared a lot of people and people were crying because they were emotional. But, you know, I didn't mean to. Like, I, that's not why I was trying to do, but I was just trying to let them know, like, I was okay. Um, keeping my hopes up, you know, my everything I was staying positive 
I was fighting and I'd be back, but just to kind of let me know what I was doing. And so we talked about it and then I, I got up one. And so the next day um, I saw him live again and I went in to say hi and I wish, you know, more people that hadn't heard came in and saw um, we were uh, explaining that what had happened. Well, one of the girls was explaining it for me because I was obviously like not wanting to repeat myself over and over because it was hard to talk. And yeah. so um, then um, I started talking again and um, I started saying something about about God and um, how I knew that he was going to get me through it and that I all I asked because people, of course, are like, what can we give you? What can we send you? And I'm like, nothing. It's just, just your prayers. Like, that's all I want is everybody's prayers. And so um, I started talking about that. And everybody that had been on live the day before, they were like, Vincent, do you notice that every single time you start talking about God, your speech clears up and it's almost perfect? And I'm like, no. And they were like, yeah, like, last night when you were trying to tell us for the first time what happened um we started talking about that like after you get off the live that um it seemed like the moment you started talking about god that your speech really cleared up and then just right now when you started talking about god again like your speech cleared up and i said well that's just a testify of his his grace because he wants people to know and he wants the word to get out that they still have faith in still believe in him and then I know he's going to perform a miracle and then no matter what he's still here and um just to stay positive and to believe in him always and so and of course you know like that kind of cheers people up a bit but they were like every time um you should mention him like your your speech glares up and then um it was like the the next time that I was in because I I started going in pretty much every day because they were they were very patient with me and they were very supportive and they um wanted me to come in and talk about my progress and whatever and um I started noticing like that they were right that I would get on and we'd start talking and more people would come in and you know. I'd be talking about well, what was going on or whatever. And then people would start saying, you know, what do you need or what can we do for you? And I was always just telling them, like, I don't want anything. I don't need anything. I just need prayers. And when I start, started noticing that they were right, that every time I would talk about God and talk about needing prayers, that my speech and my speech would be completely almost like a 180 because at the time um my speech was so bad like I had to talk really really slow I had to enunciate really like profuse like very traumatic like enunciation and um I would stutter so bad so like if I was trying to say I don't know like booger peaker Booger peaker would be like, and then I would, and so that's how like bad I was trying to say things, mm -hmm. but it was just coming out like 
And so you kind of had to like slow down and be like, it was a struggle, man. It was a real struggle. And so, um, but then when I would talk about God, like it wouldn't happen. Like all of that stuff would just stop, like almost immediately like cease. And my swearing would really minimize. And it didn't sound like I was drunk or like the heavy tongue that I had um, would like dissipate. And I would just be able to talk and tell people about God's mercy and about staying positive and believing in him and having faith and remaining in prayer. So, uh, but, um, that was, I was in the hospital for about three weeks over at the um, rehabilitation center. Mm-hmm. And then I got out um, this month um, a few days, oh, like a week before my birthday. I got out of the hospital. Now I've been home, like, um, like, what's today? The 28th. Yeah, I've been home, like, 14 days, I think. Something like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm still working, and I, I still have to... If I get stressed, nervous, or uh, tired, my speech still goes out. I mean, some, like, it gets, like, and my tongue still gets really heavy every once in a while. But, like, usually there's, like, a reason for it. Um, and then my legs are feeling better. I'm starting to be able to stand, and I can take a few steps. I was told not to walk too much in the house. They don't want me to get bad... Um, bad habits until my my walking gets better. But um I can use this hand again. So praise Jesus it has the strength back. Yeah. And um so many things to praise him about. Yeah. Like you called me that that first like day or two. I don't know if it was the first day that you went to the hospital. Maybe it was the second. And I promise you it had to be divine intervention because I understood every word you said and you were stuttering really, really, really bad, but I understood everything you said and I was able to go and tell people to pray for you. Yeah. It was the first day in rehab, I think. No, I talked to you when you were in the hospital for sure. Oh, did you talk to me in the hospital? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I talked to you that day. Yeah, there's there's a little bit that I don't quite remember. Yeah. Like, I, I remember um, most of it. But, like, every once in a while, my, my kid's like, well, you don't remember this? And, like, I don't remember that part. Yeah. So, like, there, there was something kind of a blur for the first couple weeks, I think. I think my body was just on, like, auto mode. You know? Yeah. Well, it was so traumatic. And it had to do with your brain. So a loss of memory is not unusual. Trust me. (laughs) 
I know stuff like that. That that yeah. I get. Like I still mm -hmm. have trouble sometimes. So, but Friar Friar says he loves you. Oh, I love you too, Friar. It's your walking, talking miracle. Like from the first time I talked to you till now, just a world of difference. Yeah. And your testimony. Uh it's, it's it's just amazing because like like what you what you said every time you would talk about God your voice or your speech would clear up it's just you can't deny it nobody can deny it and I didn't even notice it like when they pointed out to me the first time I was like what really and they were like yeah they're like when you got off of uh, off of the live with us like we sat here and talked about you or whatever. And we all, like, somebody else said it first, or, I guess. And then everybody yeah. was like, yeah, like, I noticed that too. Or, like, whatever. And they sat and they talked about it, I guess, that they noticed that when I would start, when I started talking about God, that they suddenly, like, um, could hear me so much better and that my stuttering and everything pretty much ceased to exist. And then they didn't say anything until the next time I was on. And it happened again. And they were like, Vincent, like, this happened last night too. Like, your um, your speech gets so much better and so much clearer when you start talking about God. And I was like, really? And then that was when I had paid attention after that. And I was like, I noticed, I was like, wow, it, it does. Like, I um, literally, like, speak his word with no problem. I can ask for prayer. I can tell people to stay positive and faithful in his glory. I can say all that stuff with no problem. But I couldn't say, um, like, I need a Kleenex. I mean, little things that I know I could say the day before were, like, not able to say. But going and starting ranting about the Lord, it came out perfectly fine. Yeah. It's awesome. It's it's just amazing. Like yeah. That he gave you that testimony. Like not just that you were getting better, but when you got better, it was when you were speaking about him. That still just blows my mind how amazing he is. Absolutely. Yeah. I think um you know, several of people and they're, um, they're very um, dedicated to the Lord and whatever. And what the, a few um, don't really follow him or aren't quite sure about him or whatever. And uh, they even said, like, it was pretty, like, like to their words, it was kind of impressive, I'm not going to lie. You know? So, like, that, that gave them, like, a piece of him that they had never witnessed before. Yeah. And then um, I had several people that, like, I kept saying, you know, this is happening to me. But all I ask is that um, everybody remain positive for me and say a prayer. And um, that I know that this is happening to me, but it's going to affect others in a certain way. And I hope that out of the way it affects them is all positively. And then over the next week or so, 
like people came to me and said, Vincent, because you did that, or because you um, went through that and you were remaining positive because you were fighting or whatever, like I went and I did this because I've been putting off this testing from, you know, my doctor wanted me to get, or I've been putting off this. And because I realized that, like, I um, had the capability of doing this and I was putting it off and here you were fighting or whatever. I went and did this and I accomplished this. And it was just so good to see. And like even somebody in South Africa that um, hangs out with our group sometimes, he was like, Vincent, because you do, you um, did all that like, and I saw you fighting so hard, I decided to go to my government and start fighting my government about the them trying to take away, what was it? Um, it was something to do with um, planes or, or guns or something over there in South Africa that um, so he went and like lobbied the um, the Congress and stuff or whatever it's called there in South Africa and got bills put on the books because of his lobbying and stuff and I was like see see that's what I like love to hear like that like a struggle may happen to somebody but it, it puts a fire in other people's butt and that's like a, well, the positive thing that comes out of it so even though mm -hmm. it might be negative in this end, on the other end, it's completely positive. Yeah. And we know you're going to get better. We know you're going to be 100% better. Like yeah. you and I, we believe in that. Like, right? For sure. Complete, complete reset, right? Complete reset. I will say, I know this is not something that um, is a good thing, but Sometimes I, um, you know, I'm I I I sin, I fall, I'm no I'm not perfect when numbers are, but um, sometimes I tend to say the f word a little too much, and I've really been working on that, right? Because I don't like to cuss and I don't like to say things too bad. It is you know, it is a sin, but sin is sin, and they're all the same. Um, and so even though like somebody might say, well, that's just a that's nothing. That's just a word. But it's not. It's, you know, it, it's a sin. And it would be no different than any other sin. So anyways, I really challenge to, to say those words very much. And anymore, because I used to cuss like a sailor really bad. Anywho, um, I would sometimes get, like, stuck up in, in my words. And I couldn't get out of it. And it would just keep going. Like It was like I had no control of my tongue. I couldn't, couldn't stop it. And so uh, one day, I guess like in the middle of one of my little tantrum things that I was going on, I was on live on TikTok. And I said the F word. And it came out clear as day and I like stopped everything. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it stopped. It stopped the, the repetitive stuff. And so... um. They're like, we found Vincent's reset button. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime I would start doing something like that, they'd be like, say the F word, Vincent, say the F word. Restart, restart. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. You so. have to, God has to have a sense of humor. I mean, he just does. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so they were terrible. 
but she can sure say that upward, no problem. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's my reset button. That, that, that became like the thing that everybody was telling me, like when I would start zooming all that or I felt slurring, they got like, thrown upward in their Vincent, restart, restart. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. People make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought to myself, I was like, I wonder why that word out of all, all the words. Like, I shouldn't be saying them, but then I guess maybe just because it's like short and sweet and to the point, like, I don't know. But the weird thing is, those K's usually got me started mm-hmm. and it had a K in it. But I would not keep um, stuttering on that K. Like, I would just say it and then be done. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> obviously, God didn't mean to give me that one, but that'd be kind of funny. He was like, here you go, here's a reset button. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh goodness so yeah that's my little story and now Name you're doing God. physical therapy and speech therapy yeah um, I go I have to travel which is kind of crappy but it's an hour away so they try and give me at least two appointments in the same day it's um so I have to go do a speech therapy and occupational therapy and um, physical therapy. Occupational therapy is for your upper body. Mm-hmm. And then um, physical therapy is all over, but mainly your lower body. So, because um, I, I had learned how to re-shower myself. I'd learned how to dress myself. Like, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't see myself. Well, that was another mess. So because of my speech, they weren't sure if I was um, able to swallow right. Oh, yeah. So over at the first hospital, they wouldn't let me have anything at all because their speech therapist was out to give me the assessment. She was out until Saturday. So kind of stupid, but they would give me liquid and have me take a pill. But then I couldn't sit with my cup of water on my bedside because what if I choked? And I'm like, well, wait a second. Just 30 minutes ago, you gave me a pill and then I gave me water to wash down that pill. But now you're telling me I can't have a sip of water? Like, literally, no sense. So Mm -hmm. the physical therapist, um, like, I told her about it. And she was like, well, I'll talk to him and see if he can at least give you um, some broth like every once in a while because um like I can tell like that you're not having problems with that but I'm not a speech therapist so like whatever so she did she helped me get some broth and then I went to um the the rehab and some reason paperwork got messed up between then and there and even though the physical therapist and the speech therapist had given me um an evaluation on the day before I left, it didn't transfer over. And so I was back to like a liquid diet when I got there and a puree diet. Mm-hmm. And then the speech therapist was like gave me all these assessments and she was like, oh, yeah, you're okay. But because of my hand, she put me on a chop diet so I wouldn't have to worry about trying to cut things. Well, she said to do, she figured out um, 
like days later that why I was getting um like pureed rice. Don't ever try that stuff. It's disgusting. It sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so grainy and gross. It's horrible. Um, so she was like, I don't know if it's like a rule that we have the hospital or a rule that um, like the state has. Because there was no way to di- different- differentiate between like a physical reason of having the chop diet and a um, like reason for like speech for like your throat swallowing issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was why I was still getting like pureed pancakes and like disgusting. They tried to make it look cute though. They put it in the shape of a dog bone and put it on my plate. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it better or not. <laughs> I swear, the cookie cutter or the mold or whatever that they used for the the um, squeezing in the, the puree stuff, it literally looked like the shape of a dog bone. <laughs> and I was like, couldn't you guys have at least pick like a heart or something cute? But like, no, they give you this little dog bone shape and expect you to eat that mush. It's so gross. Yeah. The, the, you did have a couple of other things that were kind of amazing, like that one nurse that you had worked with worked, was at that hospital. Oh, the, was, um, the, my physical therapist? Physical therapist. Yeah. So she, um, I had worked with her before, and when, then when she saw me on the roster, she doesn't work with patients anymore because she, she's a, um, a supervisor now. And she wanted to make sure that I got the best treatment. And since she had worked with me, she went ahead and took me on as a patient. And so um, she um, worked with me. And then when I started getting like a little bit in, in speech, she the speech therapist shortened her time from an hour to a half hour. And then um, my physical therapist then had an hour and a half. That she worked it to her, then she would have a meeting, a meeting in that time to where she was supposed to do an hour with me and then have a half hour meeting and then another half hour with me. And so she worked it to where that half hour meeting was right in between two therapies. And so then she would just put me on the machine and then we used the machine for about half hour that I could get two hours of physical therapy straight instead of having it broken up or having only the hour and a half. Yeah. I was so glad that you had somebody that knew you and would kind of be advocate for you. Yeah. That hospital is really good. I I do say like I was minus the Sayumadral. Well that was the first hospital. Yeah, that was the but, hospital. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was the hospital, hospital mother he had um, that almost thing on the life me. And had I not known, you know, I mean, had I not been a tech before, like, who would have, you know, even though, like, because someone who maybe had had the treatment before, maybe know, like, hey, that's not normally how I get it, but maybe this is okay, you know? If it weren't being the, for the fact that I had knowledge that that's not okay, 
Make it a kind of like. Yeah. Good thing you're a vampire. Right. <laughs> yep. I'm serious though. And and that was like your routine too. You would always check before somebody give you medicine before any of this happened, right? So that was yeah. just kind of like second nature for you to ask them that. Yeah. So that like um, um my son said, like I um he was I don't know how you did it, mom, because you were so goofy and out of it, like you know a lot of things that weren't making sense, like whatever, because even if I had to go to like a bathroom or whatever, I would be like really like slurred and bumbling, like be like, you know, whatever. And so, um, almost like a drunk, like, you know, obviously I wasn't, and I wasn't on any medicine or anything. It was just my brain was mush, you know? Right. And so he was like, I don't know how you did it. He's like, well, the second they started messing with that stuff, you just like perked up and like knew like what is that what do you use like my speech is still messed up and so like took me a while to get that out but like i literally like pushed my my hand out to the to the nurse and was like show me what you have like and then like when he was drawing it whatever and then he like showed me and then i was like you're not and then he said i, I like grabbed my um my ab or like where he was gonna squeeze it in I was like you're not touching me with that thing and so mm -hmm. he was like I don't know how you like came out of it like so like almost like drastically from being so loopy to being fully knowledgeable about what's going on and your brain functioning all that he's like because you could barely tell me we need to fill the bathroom yeah Kathy said God God did it Yep. But God. But God. <laughs> Definitely. We sure have gotten closer too, like over over the last month. I feel like yeah. we've just really gotten a lot closer. I, I, I just I loved you before. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong, but I just feel so close to you now. Like Yeah. Yeah. God's good. <laughs> You're my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, I, I give the glory to God because, you know, like, I feel like a, a lot of the times I'm like, gosh, you know, this has been forever. Or like, you know, like my swelling. I'm like, how long am I going to stay swollen? But then I have to remember, I've only been off steroids for a week. And I literally right. had 6,000 milligrams steroids within and the mom pumped in me and so like it's not vanilla but i guess because i like recovered so quickly because honestly i did like thinking of where i was and where i am now the fact that i can even talk the full sentence like i right. am and only have a few tongue ties and only a little bit of slurring like even like i would get online with people on on tiktok and they like Vincent, like, you're so much broken the day before. Vincent, every day you're better. Vincent, every day you're better. Like, you know, on one day, I, I was reading things to my speech therapist. And uh, I couldn't say until previously. I could say previously, and I could say until, but reading the sentence, and it said until previously, I 
couldn't say it because of a changing of, of the position of the tongue. Right. And then um, I worked on it all the night and I did my exercises she told me to do and I like prayed about it. And the next day I went in there and I go, hey, until previously. And she was like, wow. Like <laughs> that, that quick things are coming back. And so like, I don't know, I guess it's because things did happen so quickly. I forget, like, even though to me, like, it feels like so long of a journey, but it does feel quick. But then at times, I'm like, why am I still so long? Well, I mean, you got to put it in perspective. You're on 6,000 milligrams. It's only been a week that you've been off. Okay, yeah. So, uh, and I still have, you know, some things to work on. Only only God could have done what he did this quickly absolutely like i literally i got to the hospital and um tmi because i don't really like to say things like this but i was having to use a bedpan because it over the other hospital they couldn't get me out of bed and then when i got transferred um the protocol was until you get to see your therapist and stuff which was not until the next day because i went in late on a monday uh, I didn't get to my therapist until Tuesday. So the nurses aren't allowed to change anything. So they were still having bed on Monday. And then Tuesday, my occupational therapist came in and she was trying to get me to the shower. And she couldn't transfer me out of bed. She was trying. She got another therapist that was trying. They tried so hard that we get in that shower. They knew I wanted to go in so bad, but that's yeah. kind of their protocol. That's the first thing they really like to do. And it gives them to assess and blah, blah, blah. But they know you feel better if you're clean. So. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they couldn't get me out of, out of the bed. And then um, she told my physical therapist, this is what happened. This is what we're dealing with. So my th- physical therapist came in. She did a half hour of the treatment in my bed. And then she got me this lift thing. And she put me in it, and she took me down to the gym, and she stretched me out. She did these different techniques that she does when I'm at the gym. And um, she just, I don't know how to explain it, but she literally, like, untwisted my body because my body was all twisted up and knotted up. And um, I got back to the room, and I was able to help get myself in bed and out of bed in just an hour and a half of being with her. And then, like, the CNA came in, and she goes, okay, you're going to start using this machine on her now because she she's um, she able to get herself out of bed this point. And she goes, really, already? She's like, yeah. And so um, the first couple of times, like, with the CNA helped me, like, she had to help assist me. And by, like, that evening, I was full on getting myself in it and getting myself up getting myself on the toilet, getting myself rolled over in bed, like everything, like that quick. Things are just happening. And the, the, um, the CNA that I had, had in the morning came back the next day, and she was like, whoa, like 24 hours ago, like I could not even get you to help me roll you over in bed. How are you getting up on this thing now? How are you getting to the toilet by yourself? Like it was just like boom, boom. Like things happen just so quick. And I'm yeah. like, but God. Yes, yes. Yeah. Kathy said, 
our God is a mighty God. Yes, he is. Amazing. Yeah. Nothing's impossible with him. Oh, and yes, bedpans are awkward. Ugh. Especially when you can't move right. Like you weren't able to, like your legs were straight. They wouldn't bend. So I can't yeah. even imagine. It was terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, yeah. But for a week I was like that. But, but look at it now. <laughs> look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it all can. Yeah. That's for sure. So if anybody, does, if anybody that watches this doesn't believe in God, think about it now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know that there's no way I would have gotten through and healed as quick as I did. It wouldn't be fair. Yeah. There's no other explanation for the remarkable recovery and the day-to-day -day progress and everything yeah. if it wasn't for him. I literally, people, I could not talk. A month ago, I could not talk. Nope. Now listen. Yeah. I swore yes. every once yes, in a while and I stutter a bit, but... Yeah. And poor, poor Joe. I felt so bad for Joe. Because he yeah. did not see in the family chat the in the little message that I had had a problem, and so he jumped into live, not not knowing, not expecting anything other than the, the normal chat that you know went on in the lives. Because he comes to see me a lot when I'm on live that he's working at work alone one night and stuff. Yeah, so it was a good time for him to come chat and say, "Hey, real quick," and he jumped in and he saw me a babbling mess in the hospital and he was like whoa what is going on and then he was like i'm kind of upset because you didn't tell me and he's like we're family like, but you didn't know and he's like oh my bad <laughs> <laughs> i i i notified everybody that i could and um yeah. jen and lance have a have prayer warriors 365 i, I put a prayer request in there like you were being prayed for. Just I appreciate it so much. Just it's just amazing and wonderful seeing God move and work. Yeah. I'm so happy. And it happened. He he answered it. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, he did. No, I gotta do my part and I gotta stay up on it, but he definitely uh, was a major role player in this. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this, sharing your story. No problem. I appreciate you adding me. I don't love seeing your face hanging out with you. I love seeing your face, too. It's nice talking to you on the phone, but it's cool to see your face. Yeah, although it's a little short and bad, don't, don't mind me. I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> None of us care. We're just happy you're here with us. 
Hey, Travis. Good to see you. Thank you, everybody, for coming. I think I'm going to let her go so we don't wear her out too much. But if you want to come back on later on and give us an update later, you know, you're, you know you're more than welcome to come back anytime. I can't wait to squeeze your face in July. Oh, no. I know. I can't wait <laughs> to see you. Hug you. <laughs> for real. Hug. For real. For real. It's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. I love you all so much. Yeah. We love you. Thank you everybody for coming on, listening to my little rant session for a minute. Just remember. It was amazing. Glory to God. Always keep, keep faithful. Always pray. Find the positive because it's always there. That's right. And believe because... It happens. Miracles happen every day. Every day. For sure. <laughs> all right. Thank you all. Travis, I'm sorry I didn't say Eastern. I, I think I might have just said seven. I might have said seven central. Sorry. I uh I invited him to the to the live and I get I might have given him the wrong time. But um okay. thank you for, for popping in. Thank you, everybody, for showing up, and we love you all. Yes, it was a powerful, powerful testimony. Krista says she's so glad you're okay. Oh, thank you, Krista. Mm -hmm. So I love you all, and I will talk to you again soon. <laughs> Wednesday. Good night, everybody. Kathy, Kathy will be back with me Wednesday. <laughs> Good night. We love you all.